Hello, thank you for checking in. Um, tonight I am off to Welling Garden City um, and I'm particularly excited tonight because I'm going to be doubling. Uh, for any of you who aren't sure what that is, it means that rather than doing one gig tonight, I'm off to do two. Um, so I'm going to open at the Barn Theatre uh, before doing a, um, a second, slightly more strange gig um, which I will come back to in a minute. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this. For pro comedians, it's kind of a, a, a normal thing to go and do more than one gig in, in an evening. And I guess it it's what makes the job viable, um, is having the opportunity to earn two fees rather than just one. Uh, but for acts at my level where I'm just sort of breaking through into paid work, it's pretty uncommon because obviously I can't be, usually on a bill I'll be the middle act um, and I can't be the middle act on two bills at the same time. Um, I have done a little bit of Dublin before, um, things like in Edinburgh where you do one gig and then you dash off to another one. Um, but this just feels different um, and it, it feels, to be honest, like there's quite a responsibility um, to make sure that I get out the door, stick to timings, get out the door, make sure that I'm in the, the next place at the right time. Um, but still, looking forward to seeing what that's like. I'm opening, as I said, at the Barn Theatre, and I'm very much looking forward to that. It's for a guy called Eamon Goodfellow, um, who's a great comedian. I've gigged with him quite a few times now, um, and he runs good nights as well. I've done his night down in London in Covent Garden, um, Laughs at the Lamb, which is, which is um, slightly surreal, um, but a very good night nonetheless. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this one holds. The second gig that I will then be dashing off to is a little bit more bizarre. Um, it's a private gig for a man who has a pub in the bottom of his garden... Um, to which he has invited 12 of his friends for an evening out uh, and decided to put on some entertainment and the entertainment is me. Um, when I first got told about this or, or asked about this gig, uh, it was through a friend of mine and he just said, oh, it's a private half an hour set Saturday night. Initially, I thought I couldn't do it because I was already booked to do Welling. Um, but when I looked at actually where it is, it's about 15 minutes up the road. And I thought oh, I'd be mad to turn that down. Um, but actually, then when they sent through the details, it said uh, half an hour of an adult comedian for a men only audience of 12 which to me sounds like it could be potentially disastrous. Um, so I rang the guy and spoke to him and he has put my mind at rest just a little bit. Uh, it turns out adult comedian, I think, means doesn't matter if you swear. Um, and uh, the men only audience are men who turns out know each other because their children all go to the same school together. So it doesn't sound quite so intimidating, but I am worried that really what they're going to be after is lots and lots of sort of participation and crowd work. Um, and it's something I'd spoke in a previous video about that is something that I've been working on and I'm aware of that I want to try and develop a little bit more. Um, but it's not something that I do all of the time so I'm just going to go and see how it goes I mean the guy did reassure me on the phone by saying um, you won't get any grief mate uh, even if it's rubbish so that is a ringing endorsement um, if ever I heard one so uh, I'm going to get on the road I'm going to go and do the the barn theatre and then head off to this second gig I'm feeling fairly confident I've, I've 
just come off the back of a couple of good gigs in the last couple of nights. Um, so I'm sure, you know, what's what's the worst that can happen? I'm, f- I'm feeling fairly good about it. Although um, in a few hours time, my confidence might not be quite so high. We'll find out. Wow. Um, So I've just come off stage at the Barn Theatre where I had, um, honestly, what I think is probably one of the best gigs that I've ever, ever done. Um, It was just right. I did 20 minutes. Um, I open now with a new bit where I I talk about sort of asking the, the audience how they are and then talking about how as comedians we don't really care what the answer to that is and I was a little bit worried as I was going through that bit that that I wasn't going to get them and then the moment that that punchline came for that bit they were just fully on board um, and I felt like I had them right the way through in fact there was bits where they were ahead of the game and they were laughing at stuff as I was doing the setups um and it was just oh I could sit back and relax and just enjoy it really take my time to let them laugh um oh it was great loved it loved it but you see usually um after after I've been on stage I would then you know maybe get a drink in sit back and enjoy the rest of the show but tonight I can't do that because I've come on to this second one um, where I've got to go into a house just over there um, and sit in somebody's pub shed at the bottom of their garden um, and and try and entertain their friends. Um, I, I just phoned my wife and was telling her what a good what a good experience I've just had of the, of the gig at the barn. And I was, I was like, yeah, but, you know, that's how these things work. You watch me now go and die on my ass for half an hour. Um, so you can't even sit back and dwell on it for 20 minutes, um, although I did love that. And I, and fortunately, um, just, just before it started, realised that it, it might be a good one to record. So um, I managed to, to quickly set up a camera and, well, my phone, uh, and, and film that um, film that gig. So I will have that one. And I think that will be a really good one now to be able to send out to promoters and hopefully um, get a few more gigs off the back of it. Um, I'm pretty sure this next one... <laughs> is not going to be the same um, but I better go and face the music and see what it's like and I will tell you all about it when I'm finished well I survived um, I suppose that is a victory in itself. Um, very, very strange and obviously very different from the, the previous gig that I did tonight. I suppose the weirdest thing is when I first turned up, um, the guy who had booked me, I managed to seek him out. And he seemed very, very keen that I wouldn't just get on with doing the set, um, but I would have a beer with them all and have a chat. Um, and I was not up for that at all. I don't think that really sets the tone. Um, so I settled for setting up my equipment. I bought a, um, a speaker and a microphone, not 
in any way, shape or form because it was needed for amplification. Um, but really, just as a safety net for me, just as some kind of like trying to make it feel like a usual gig. And also, I suppose it establishes um, if I've got the microphone, I am in control. Um, so you will listen to me because I'm speaking and I've got the microphone. So there was a little bit of that going on. I wanted to make sure that I had a microphone and it didn't feel any weirder than it actually had to um, but it was still an odd experience I, I did have to sort of chat to them all a little bit before um, and, and you start as you mean to go on kind of trying to make them laugh and trying to uh, win them over a little bit uh, and obviously I had them coming up kind of going oh mate that's Andy over there make sure you pick on Andy um, which in all honesty, terrified me because it's not what I do. I'm not a particularly confrontational comedian. I'm not trying to be abrasive. I'm not trying to put people on the spot in that way. Um, so I was just very worried that I was not going to live up to their expectations. Um, so I went on, I started as quickly as I possibly could, um, talked to the guy who had booked me about having a pub in his garden and, and how that was weird, um, talked to a few of them as well, um, and just tried to make it what I tried to do was talk to them about things that I knew would then lead me onto a bit of material. And what tended to happen was they really laughed at the stuff that was about them. They could take or leave some of the jokes that were from my normal set. Um, so some of them worked, some of them got good laughs, some of them <laughs> not really at all. And then I would just kind of move on to the next guy. I think there was 12 people in the room and I spoke to eight of them. Um, which I suppose is not not too bad from a, a point of view of trying to do a bit more crowd work. Um, there was a guy who was a tennis coach um, who uh, was talking about how he had a 15-year-old babysitter. So obviously we talked about how inappropriate he probably is. Um, there was a guy who, for a job, said that he was a flower importer. So I deliberately misunderstood that and, um, and imagined that he was importing white powder and all the things that that could mean. So, you know, we had a bit of fun and generally they liked me saying offensive things to them. Um, and, and as I say, they could take or leave the material a little bit. One of the things that I did find really bizarre is that I do a joke about... Um, I do a joke in my set about uh, working in a school where I talk about how one of the little girls was being taught sex education by a colleague of mine and she asked the question, Miss, is it okay when you start your period to still go swimming? I said, oh, thank God that was you got that question because I would be like, well, make sure there were no sharks. <laughs> did that joke in a room full of lads, 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 uh, and they all sort of went, oh, mate, oh, mate, you can't say that. <laughs> is that is that too much? And they went, yeah, well, it is a bit, mate, isn't it? You can't really say that. Um, and I just found that really bizarre. I found that really bizarre that, I, you know, they, they seemed to want me to use lots of foul language and be abusive towards them uh, and be mean about them all together as a collective, um, but I cannot mention the word period because that is just just too much and very, very offensive. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was quite, quite funny. And, you know, obviously, as much as possible, you try and tailor your set to what you think the audience is going to laugh and, and laugh at and enjoy. Um, but I just kind of 
tonight just got through as best I could. Although I will say um, I got to a point and I hadn't done because of doing a, a bit more crowd work and a bit more interaction. I hadn't done uh, all of the material that I was going to do and thought oh, I'll just check how long I've how long I've got left. Um, and I reckon I probably had from what I planned to do maybe another seven or eight minutes worth of material. Uh, and I checked my watch and only had two minutes left. Um, to do so actually uh, it flew by pretty well um, and overall with the two gigs tonight and being able to double tonight has been absolutely amazing I've had so much fun I just hope that the next one um, can carry on this this good feeling um, either way I will be taking you along with me so please do subscribe to the channel if you want to check that one out as well but for now I'm going to head home and uh and bask in the glory of the earlier gig and try and forget as much as I can from the second one. All right, thanks very much for watching. I will see you again.